Today, my guest is Subarna Bhattacharji, Strategy and Operations Lead at Atbe Infotainment. Welcome, Subarna. Thanks for joining me. Hi, I'm so um, happy to be on the show and really excited to chat with you. Yeah, I'm super excited. I think we'll have a great conversation. Um, so yeah. first, I just wanted to kind of dive into everything and just ask you um, what your current role is with Atbe Infotainment and um, kind of briefly describe mm -hmm. more about the company. Right, for sure. Okay, so um, I have been working with um, this company called Atvi Infotainment um, starting like this February. So my role um, basically is um, like a strategy, a strategy lead. And essentially what I do is create, um, you know, growth plans to um, kind of develop and build certain verticals within the company. Um, so to give you an idea of what Atvi does. Um, we are a content creation company and the whole idea is to get some of you know the best talent in the region and use um, technology to kind of um, encourage these people to create better content and um, you know get the be best content that available out there. So Atvi um, kind of has a couple of verticals within it so there is um, a news vertical. So there's a company called, or I guess a brand called East Mojo that um, is like a leading regional news uh, platform. Then there is a vertical called Atvi Studios. So Atvi Studios um, does a lot of uh, production activities. So we create um, a lot of content videos. We do a lot of um, independent films and um, so this has all to do with, you know, um, video making and like content creation. Mm -hmm. And then another vertical within Atvi is called Vibes Mojo. So this is a fairly new vertical and um, Vibes is essentially growing as a entertainment and lifestyle um, platform. So yeah, so that essentially is Atvi and um, currently my role is to figure out um, how we can grow on these three verticals, um, you know, in the coming years, because Atvi is like all, just like a shy of a little shy of two years old, um, and like any young startup, you're still figuring a lot of things out and like solidifying a lot of things, um, and yeah, so it's very fun and uh, every day is very different because the problems you work on change a lot. Um, yeah, so that's Atvi. Awesome, cool. Um... So you mentioned just being a strategy and operations lead, you kind of um, mm -hmm. dive into the strategy of each different vertical. So um, what would you say is your way of going about these strategies or kind of like getting to your final goal? Right. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, I, th I think this is a role that like school necessarily does not really like, you know, uh, teach you how mm -hmm. to strategize or like there aren't really like courses, I think, in school that I've taken at least where you know, I was given with like these frameworks. So a lot of the things that I do, I think are just like things I learned um, in my previous roles. And also there has been, you know, big contribution of all the activities that I was involved in in school. Mm -hmm. So um, if I had to kind of explain what, uh, how I go about with building these strategies is that the first step is to always, you know, gather as much information as I can about that area. Um, or about, you know, that specific vertical that I'm going to work in. Because um, a lot of the work, especially for someone like me, right, who joined um, after the company had been running for about a year. Um, so I had to come and do a lot of like catching up. 
So of course, like gathering a lot of like historical information and understanding like what how everything has been done so far. Um, then I think like now all of us, um, like all industries, I think in general are just like moving towards a very like data driven approach, which is easy to like, um, which makes it easier to kind of strategize because it, data is kind of like, you know, the only sort of objective truth that is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so based, then my second step is usually to like, just go through like, you know, all of the historical data collected um, to understand, like to identify problems essentially. Cause um, a lot of the times when like I start projects, these aren't actually problems that are established. So my job is to kind of go and, you know, identify what these certain issues could be that I will work on. Um, and then from there, I think um, like something that I think my just like personality type makes it easier to work on is that, um, you know, just like planning everything down to like the very basic, like bare minimum. Um, yeah, so like, I think, yeah. So I think those are kind of like the general steps that you take when you're like building a framework, right? Like you try to like establish this hypothesis and you try to establish that if this makes sense and then you try to use data to, you know, like um, is certain that either you like accept or reject this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think another thing that you have to like be aware of when you're working on like certain problems is that so many of the times, you know, like the solution you get, like although might look absolutely like amazing on paper, might not work out in real life. So I think like that um, you have to be like agile in a way that you should be comfortable like pivoting and you should be comfortable, you know, um, incorporating changes. And um, a lot of the things I think, especially when you work in like strategy, you also like understand um, how do you know make progress as you go. Because while you're solving parts of the problem, you realize that you know there could be like these sub parts of an issue that initially you just like never thought about, but now you're just like discovering them as you're um, learning more about the issue. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And um, mm-hmm. I find it really interesting because even with startups, um, they're just changing so quickly and so drastically. Right, yeah. um, mm-hmm. So would you say your um, role is kind of more associated with like consumer facing issues or do you think it's more internal with the company? Um, so I, I have actually done, I think, both. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that is like one of the things that um, like I feel like a lot of people, you know, who generally work in strategy do because um, ultimately, like end of the day, you're just like working with people. So sometimes it just happens to be, you know, that your sample set is like this huge number of people who are your users. And sometimes it's like a smaller set you're working with that is like people internally within the organization. But um, I think, yeah, so I've had like an opportunity or several opportunities to work both with like the end users and with, you know, just like internal um, team members. But I think whatever you do, right, like especially if you're working in a company where you have both like B2B and like B2C interactions, um, you will like anything you do, right, like any any way you strategize, like your goal should always be to you know optimize the experiences or optimize um, the services that will finally be available to your end customer so even if you think that you know you're 
only working on internal things, it does like, get carried to how your end user um, is experiencing the product or is experiencing the service. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. And you did mention your past experiences and your kind of past roles. So um, mm-hmm. I was really curious about this. Um, in the past, you've been involved with entrepreneurship, specifically being a venture associate with Human Capital. Um, would yeah. you say your your role right now and your role then are similar or kind of different? Because as you said, classes, you didn't have a specific mm-hmm. class that you learned this from or anything, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think, um, so so that past role that you're talking about, right? It's mm-hmm. um, in a company called Human Capital. So when I joined the company, it was called Nav Talent, um, and they recently renamed the company. Mm-hmm. And um, when I started as like in my role as a venture associate, um, it was essentially just like a three-person team. So the two, um, you know, managing partners mm-hmm. and me. So although like my role was technically venture associate, like a lot of um, the things I did was still on like a very strategic level because um, we were trying to define, you know, a lot of internal processes um, within the fund. Um, And that included, you know, like how are we going to source certain entrepreneurs or like how do we ensure that we're meeting the right people? How do we ensure that, you know, like people are having a good experience while interacting with us? Um, So I think it was like not a typical like venture associate experience where you're just like going and seeking out, you know, deals or seeking out um, entrepreneurs and then bringing them to the table. But I think my role was also a little more than that in the sense that um, I got an opportunity to work on a lot of internal infrastructure um, because when I joined, it was essentially us, you know, trying to just add a lot of structure to how we wanted the fund to run and like grow. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, so your experience is super vast and it suggests that you have applied your studies in economics that you studied in your undergrad and then mm-hmm. also startup culture and management. So um, yeah. would you say that the skills you learned in all of these sectors are applicable mm-hmm. to any field of work? Because I kind of recognize that um, you worked as an operations management consultant as mm-hmm. um, in your initiative to create and market a camp to eradicate curable blindness. And that right. really caught my attention because I realized like that's <laughs> yeah. just so different than what you would normally be doing, but you're right, applying right. the same skills. So what's your take mm-hmm. on that? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, I think you're right. So when you work in something like strategy, right? Like um, mm-hmm. how I said uh, like a couple of minutes ago is that it's so like you, I think it, these are the kind of roles that kind of prepare you to work in essentially any industry, you know? Like mm-hmm. I um, I think like I intrinsically am just like a very vision-driven person. So I don't like necessarily get married to, you know, an industry or like I don't mm-hmm. feel very, you know, um, very intensely about a certain role or a job function. For me, it's more about, you know, working on projects that, I just like truly genuinely believe in and like I, I feel that you know they will either change or challenge the status quo or are you know like unique in some sense or sometimes like even a little idiosyncratic right mm-hmm. um so yeah so when I worked in that uh, position so for about a year um I consulted for a company or like a hospital um I guess you can call it an institution so mm-hmm. um in India and 
one of the projects that they were working on um, and are still working on is um, they're trying to cure preventable blindness in very remote rural areas of Northeast India. Um, so this actually is, a, is something that is you know, very close to my heart because um, both of my parents are actually ophthalmologists. And um, so growing up, I used to visit a lot of these camps where you know, they would do free eye checkups and um, free screening. So I think that is something that always stayed in the back of my mind. And um, I knew that I had some time this year. So I thought that I could get more involved. And yeah, like end of the day, I think when I like actually got here and like when I started doing the field work, I realized that, you know, there are so many of these like principles and frameworks that you like that you practice in um, like other industries that you can carry into something like healthcare um, because when you think about you know how do you because essentially like when you work on a program like community camps and when you create programs where you want to reach out to a mass like audience um, the, the issues are very similar to like when you're trying to you know market um, to like a product to just like a group of users because you still have to go and identify like who are the exact people you're trying to reach you still have to go and identify which is the best way to, you know, carry your message across to them. Mm -hmm. um, again, like, which might be, so, so this, so this, I think, topic was a little unique in the sense that a lot of the other things you had to also consider because, you know, it was more in, like, the volunteer space. So how do you keep um, the doctors and, like, the technicians uh, involved? And how do you use, um, like, people on the ground mm -hmm. to, you know, volunteer and um, work on this program? So... Um, yeah, although there were like certain like, you know, differences, I think at the core of when you're trying to formulate what this structure or like what this um, system could look like, it was very similar in like its fundamentals to, I think, um, projects that I've worked on in other industries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And um, I kind of wanted to lead into talking about how um, having a passion, a passion aside from business can be mm -hmm. used to kind of grow through your entrepreneurial efforts as well, um, which right. is really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so that kind of leads me into your undergraduate and just kind of going back into, you know, U of I. Um, yeah. But specifically, um, what would you say drives you in your career, given that you can apply these skills to so many fields? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, so, you know, like, I think, um, so my pre like the previous company that I worked in, um, the founder of that company, you know, like he would always tell us that, oh, people have these like five, um, like driving motivations to do any kind of work. Um, and I, so, you know, like some of those were some people work for like financial incentives and like some people work because they truly believe in the mission. Some people work for, you know, their personal or professional growth and, um, I think for me, like the driving factor is honestly, it just like, I get very um, enticed and like attracted by literally every single issue that's out there. Mm -hmm. um, and um, like, I, it's very easy for me to like empathize, I think, um, with a lot of the things that are out there. So for me, like end of the day, I think what matters or like what really drives me is to work on projects that, you know, where I can visualize um, sort of like this vision that is going to change things. Mm -hmm. um, I think, um, like like I mentioned, like something that, you know, um, 
is is unique in a sense and like empowers like people who come in contact with it like in any shape or form mm-hmm. um so i think like one of the experiences at UIUC right was like my involvement in the entrepreneurship community and um i was very involved with this organization called founders and um during my time uh you know working with founders i realized that i often found myself in um programs or like in positions or working on programs where um i just got a lot of joy out of you know knowing that i could potentially help um people achieve their dreams or you know help like founders or entrepreneurs to realize like this vision that they're working on mm-hmm. um yeah so so i think like what really drives me is to like work towards a vision that i think will you know change things and like will challenge an, an existing like status quo mm-hmm. and i think the other thing that um i really value in any like endeavor that i take is that i i enjoy being surrounded by people you know who um push me in a sense that they bring out the best in me mm-hmm. and um like honestly that is like that has been one of like the biggest factors that i've always considered every time i took a job is that will i be you know surrounded by people who are very passionate for the same vision that we are working towards uh because end of the day you like end up spending so much time with these people right so mm-hmm. um it's like for, for me that is like one of the other like important things that you know i consider a lot every time i'm starting on a new journey yeah definitely um and mm-hmm. as a college student myself i feel like i can speak for many college students that Mm-hmm. we're kind of finding our way not 100% sure on like our career trajectory so um i kind of want to ask you did you know what field you were going to go into as you graduated or like when did you kind of understand what you wanted to do career wise uh-huh um yeah so i think you know like um i actually went into college uh deciding like thinking i would be like a computer science major okay and um and honestly like it was like one of those things when i think in high school when i was you know applying to colleges um every almost every week i was changing my major to an extent mm-hmm. and then finally my like um counselor was like hey you just go for computer science cuz you can always transfer out but mm-hmm. it will be very difficult to get into computer science you know to transfer into computer science yeah um definitely. so i remember like going to, so i went to school as a computer science major but um i like knew very early on that you know i did not see myself um in these very like csc roles where um you know i was going to develop code or i was going to develop develop you know software mm-hmm. um when i graduated so um i definitely was like that lost college student just like trying to understand you know where i would fit um so then like when so i think one of the major like pivotal points in my life was when i started doing um consulting and also when i started got started getting like more involved in the entrepreneurial ecosystem um i got very involved with like founders um which is you know the entrepreneurial club at uiuc very early on mm-hmm. and the more i got involved with it the more i realized that you know like people actually do have these ideas and then they decide to go and pursue them and like create companies and organizations out of it and that seemed very appealing to me so i knew um that i think maybe like 
by the end of my freshman year. I was very convinced that, you know, I wanted to work more in um, like the startup areas. But um, I think like I did not really um, understand then that like when I graduate or when I think about taking full time jobs, like strategy is like where I want to focus. Um, that happened like I think later on when um, like maybe like closer to my senior year when, you know, like I was reflecting on what I had spent most of my time in college doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when it like kind of made sense to me that, hey, like I just enjoy working on, you know, like these like very like lofty ideas. And like I like creating like these foundations and plans to achieve these ideas or achieve these visions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so it was it was definitely a gradual process. And um, the more I got involved with, you know, different entrepreneurial programs, the more I got involved with consulting um and that's eventually like how I started realizing that, okay, like this, pro- this makes the most sense to me. And this is what I want to do when I graduate. Yeah, definitely. No, that's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So again, revisiting your time as an undergraduate at UI, yeah. um, what resources on campus were helpful to you in furthering your kind of um, skill set or your interests? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think UFI, right, um, as a community is just like, has just like this, this comprehensive like web of resources for students and, you know, like the people there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is like one of like the best things about the campus. So you literally like step on campus and you're just like inundated with so much information, right? But yeah. at the same time, I think the, the school also has a lot of structure in the way they provide support. Um, so for me personally, I think um, when you talk about specifically, you know, like where I ended up in life after mm-hmm. graduation, um, I found a lot of um, like structure and a lot of resources in um, just like by being associated with different entrepreneurial programs or organizations. So um, to, to be more specific, um, I think one organization that like really got me interested in entrepreneurship was um, TC. So like mm-hmm. the Technology and Entrepreneurship Center. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I went on like my, um, I, the TC does like this trip, I think every winter. Mm-hmm. And um, I went on like this Silicon Valley trip, my like freshman year. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like my first interaction with TC. But over the years, like, you know, every time um, I needed like any kind of information or help, with like my other programming uh, with founders or with IIP, um, they were always there to like help and support me. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, I think two organizations that like really impacted my journey like post-graduation. Um, first is Founders, like that has, that was like the first organization that I had ever um, been a part of. Mm-hmm. And um, I just have, I think, like, some of my maybe, like, 50%, right, of, like, my most memorable moments come from, like, things that happened in that community. Um, yeah. And I think, like, it still thrives to be, you know, like, one of the most, like, engaging communities on campus. And um, it's incredible to see that, you know, it's, like, still growing. And um, I also joined when uh, when Founders was, like, not that big yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I was, I guess, like the second class um, of founders. So, um, 
yeah so that was like an an organization that like really helped me kind of you know identify who I was and like what interests I had and like what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um and I think the, th- the third organization that um really helped me was um this organization called um innovation immersion program so I think now they're called icon um and essentially it's like a student consulting group on campus and um I think it was like I think IIP or icon you know was like my bridge into like transferring from computer science and like this very like engineering um dense world that I was in mm-hmm. um and like transferring from there to you know um into like a more businessy environment because a lot of like the people I met at IIP were like either MBAs or they were you know um they were pursuing business majors so i think yeah i think like uh, i mean there are so many others that probably like i should mention but i'm not remembering right now but yeah these three organizations like i think really contributed to my growth on campus yeah definitely no and i think that's just so helpful for students because i think we're yeah, always trying sure. to find ways to immerse ourselves in kind of yeah. um, organizations that will help us grow and Mm -hmm. um, figure out our interests more so that's really interesting um Mm -hmm. and if you had to look back and say that there's anything you wish you knew when you began your career or any specific takeaways that that you would give as advice to people currently pursuing a similar career um what would Mm -hmm. you say um okay so I don't know if this is like advice um Mm -hmm. but like one thing that I realized you know over the years um is that like you you just like need to be specifically you know if you want to like um get involved in more strategic roles um like one of the best ways to succeed is to be like super vigilant you know like Mm -hmm. you should be the person who's like always listening to everything um and you know always asking questions and so i'm not saying that you know like you commit to every single thing and like you're like just stretched absolutely thin and then you don't have time to sleep but yeah um, just be aware of, you know, what's happening. And um, I think like what I realized that one of the best ways for me to do that was to, you know, be in all these like different clubs or these like different groups because almost like invariably, like every day, someone came to you with like, you know, some kind of a problem. And even if you cannot solve that problem, you're trying to, you know, connect them with people who can solve those problems. Mm-hmm. And in the process, you just like end up learning a lot. Um, and yeah, so like, so so I think like, yeah, be very like vigilant and like do not develop like, you know, this blase attitude towards mm-hmm. like anything, literally anything. And um, just like be very uh, like, you know, very conscious about everything that's happening around. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think especially when you're working with people so often, you have to develop those interpersonal skills and maintain them as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, (laughs) So kind of looking forward, um, do you have any like new projects that you're looking forward to? Or I know you mentioned you're kind of changing your role in at Mm -hmm. entertainment. So just kind of looking forward, what what is your plan? Right. Yeah. So. Um, starting August, I'm actually moving to Paris. I mean, that is like, that totally depends. (laughs) Um, that like totally absolutely depends on, you know, when, um, like 
I guess the travel bans are lifted. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm supposed to move to Paris to start uh, a management degree. So of course, mm-hmm. I'm like beyond excited. <laughs> yeah. um, and I've always wanted to, you know, live in Europe, um, like work in Europe. So um, that is something I'm very excited about. Um, and um, like one of the things that, you know, got me like interested in the last couple of months is to just like work more um, pro- like work on more projects in the healthcare space. So um, while I was involved in, uh, while I was like developing, you know, strategies for um, the project that you mentioned where, you know, we were trying to cure preventable blindness, mm-hmm. um, there are like, I think certain like areas within that we can, that we can develop more. Um, yeah, so I started working on like an initiative and, you know, teleophthalmology. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully like that creates, um, you know, services that are more accessible and affordable to communities and subsistence. But again, like all of that was like put on hold because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I know I'm just excited to move to Paris and um, see, you know, what happens in a couple of months. Um, I, it, I like, I won't be surprised if I'm working on completely on something, you know, completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, like I think like I am constantly like seeking projects that I think, um, have, you know, a positive impact and, um, can help like elevate at least a little discomfort, if not like in like a chronic pain, uh, mm-hmm. for people. But yeah, those are these plants are like still up in the air. But yeah, hopefully, like that is the direction that I want to grow in. Yeah, definitely. And your response to that actually kind of stemmed a question from mm-hmm. my end. Yeah. Um, do you think as you've gone through all these different roles and after after you graduated U of I, your um, kind of interest has become more niche? As you said, you want to become more involved in like the healthcare aspect. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of made me think like are you leaning more towards healthcare in general or um, just kind of anything after this yeah so I think like uh, it's it's like a funnel right because like Mm -hmm. when you start like you I guess like you know the equal amounts in everything and like Mm -hmm. you know you're exposed to like the equal amount of things in like all industries and like all fields Um, especially I think because like all of my internships were like Every time, like, I interned, it was, like, in an industry that was completely different um, Mm -hmm. or, like, you know, it was in a company that, like, had nothing to do with what the previous company was doing. So, yeah, so I think, like, when I started, of course, like, that funnel was just, like, very, very wide. And as I think I'm moving through these roles, it's easier for me to identify if if there are, you know, certain areas I enjoy working more in than others. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like earlier like my previous experience was you know working um at like this venture fund then Mm -hmm. now i'm working um in like media Mm -hmm. and also simultaneously like a little in healthcare um so i think like yeah i i am i think um like squeezing that funnel and like Mm -hmm. trying to make um that funnel smaller Mm -hmm. but again like i think um i still am at that phase or stage in life where um, I, I think there is a lot more to discover and a lot more to learn. So I'm not tied to, you know, medicine as like something that I will work on for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, at least like for, you know, the next couple of, um, I know, months, maybe like a couple of years, that is the space that I would be more interested to like venture into. 
Yeah, definitely. No, that's really cool. Um, well, mm-hmm. I think that kind of wraps up our podcast. So it's been actually amazing talking to you and learning yeah, more about same here. your experiences. Um, but thank you so much for joining. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.